the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. Whether you're a veteran voice actor, just starting out, or don't even know how to set a level, we're here to help you avoid the pitfalls along your voiceover path to success. The VO Meter is brought to you by Voice Actor Websites, Studio Bricks, Global Voice Acting Academy, JMC Demos, and Sennheiser. The VO Meter is produced in part using Source Connect, made by source-elements.com. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. Hi, everybody. We are back with Scott Parkin. Scott Parkin is America's commercial actor, an improv acting specialist in film, television, and radio with over 27 years' experience as a performer. Scott has voiced over 2,000 radio and TV commercials, as well as appeared as a principal performer in over 200 on-camera commercials. He is a master of the conversational, real read. He's developed his techniques and how to teach it over his 27 years in commercial TV and radio VO. Just some of his credits include Splenda, Ego Waffles, AT&T, Capital One, USPS, Shell, Stanton Optical, McDonald's, Budweiser, and that's just a drop in the ocean. He's going to be leading a couple of workshops on improv, a free workshop, The Spice of Spontaneity, an improv masterclass in under one hour, and a paid workshop session, an improv marathon masterclass across three hours on Saturday, August 28th at 1 p.m. He's also going to be featured in the Parents of VoiceOver panel, raising kids and building a career all at the same time. That's Saturday at 4.40 p.m. So, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Scott Parkin. How you doing, sir? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Boy, when you hear it all spit out, I mean, I write that stuff and send it to to people who need a a bio or something. And when you hear it all, it's like, wow, I'm I, I've done a lot and I'm fairly old. I'm quite accomplished. <laughs> yeah, you'd think I'd have some of that money. Where are my residuals? <laughs> they come in and they go out the door. No, I'm fine. So, Scott, it's great having you on the podcast. How'd you come to be involved with One Voice this year? You know, um, I J, JMC and I have run in the same circles. I met him in Atlanta a, maybe three years ago. And I, whenever I go to a convention, uh, the first thing I do is I go and buy $300, $400 worth of booze and set up a bar in my room. So everybody ends up there and we all talk and there's just a shit ton of business done up there after hours, you know. So I met him in my room. <laughs> it sounds odd, but. <clears throat> excuse me uh, I met him there and uh, we had a nice time together and then we sort of stay in touch and then he said uh, hey do you want to teach in Spain and I was like let me check my okay yes <laughs> so uh, we went to Spain and stayed in a villa and it was just just a fantastic time um, he uh, he works really hard to put together quality events and he treats his his coaches and his customers really really well and I can always be a part of something like that so I was down to go to Spain and we did that and it was fantastic. And I said, Hey man, if you're ever doing anything else, please keep me on the short list. So I think in, I don't know, June or late May, he said, Hey, would you like to be a part of this? And I said, absolutely dude. Tell me how I can do it. So we're going virtually uh, this time around. Um, so I've been uh, prepping and writing stuff to, to do it, uh, streaming. And I'm, you know, I'm coaching, I coach kids, uh, commercial and uh, improvisation every week for three hours. And then I do a lot of privates 
and uh, I'm a on-camera actor as well. So I've got a nice setup here. I have nice light, twinkie lights on the ceiling, so it's cool. I have a nice background. I have a couple lights, and so I'm used to and prepared to, you know, do a very upbeat and bitchin' sessions uh, via via streaming. I told them if I didn't think I could make it fantastic and and uh, and and have a great impact, that I wouldn't do it. So I made sure I could do all that I want to do uh, via streaming. So I'm set up and prepared to uh, rock that. That's amazing. Let's talk about your talks. I know many of them are focused on improv. So you know, uh, really, really quickly, it's funny. You should probably have like a little. You should have a sample board in front of you so you can go because that one sounded like that's amazing. Oh. Really good. <laughs> ah, I enjoy that witty story. That's a great one. Oh man, I need to work on my my real read. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I know you're listening and working, but yeah, let's chat. Let's chat about the actual the nuts and bolts. Yeah, definitely. So I know improv is something that a lot of people are terrified of, but they shouldn't be. Improv, improv is right up there with public speaking is one behind death. For a lot of folks looking at an empty page uh, that says you know vo talk, 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 and then there's nothing, uh, is, is very, very frightening. And that makes sense. It, it does, it does seem frightening. But what I try and do, um, Sean is you, we, we worked in Seattle. You've, you've done some of the stuff we worked together, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. I didn't, the only nerves I had were excitement nerves. <laughs> you didn't throw up or die. So I think that's a win. What, what we try and do is, is demystify what people are doing and when they're improvising. It's not just, I'm going to make up stuff. There are parameters and areas and tricks and things you can do to set yourself up to do, uh, to improvise successfully. Um, and so in the, in the one hour I talk fast and I spit out as much as I can in the shortest amount of time. So I'm probably going to go over in that hour, but we're going to go, we're going to go hard. And uh, I'm going to talk about what they mean when they say improv, what improv is in relation to voiceover, because it's very different than improvisation on stage, like whose line is it anyway? Or if you've seen improv groups at Second City or, um, uh, in, you know, or uh, UCB or anywhere, it's, it's very different than that. The, the premise of I'm going to make this up is the same, but it's a much more narrow area. You don't have time to... You know, it's a difference between jazz and a pop song. In commercial improv, you got 60 seconds to do anything you're going to improvise and the copy, sometimes 30 seconds. So you can't just go, hey, give me a place where two people might meet. Great. Oh, a bank. Super. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have that kind of time. So you have to sort of figure out where, where, when, and how much you can improvise. And that's, that's, that's the part that's tricky, but... It's much less tricky when you have a system in place and you're going, oh, okay, I, there's a little window here for me to stay in character and stretch out a tiny bit. And then there's another area here and then there's no area in this, in this part. So I'm just going to go by the copy. So it's, it's pretty nuanced, but it can definitely be absorbed fairly quickly. Very cool. And I love, I love that idea of working within restrictions, working within limitations. So it, it kind of takes the edge off. Like It's like being placed in a sandbox rather than the Sahara Desert. 
That's a really good analogy. Jot that down and, and we'll put that on shirts when I see you. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, and in addition to your improv talks, I've followed you on social media and I know you're the very proud parent of a very talented young artist. And I'm sure you have lots to talk about at the, the Parents of VO panel. Is there anything that you want, any advice or tips you want to give to parents who are debating? Drink as much as you can, as often as you can. <laughs> No, uh, you know, I was asked to stop being married when uh, Miranda, that very talented uh, uh, adult, was a very talented three-year-old. <laughs> she wasn't that talented. She could draw pretty well and, and talk. Uh, no, I mean, I was asked to stop being married when she was just three. So my uh, when I would go to audition at ICM at the time, uh, and then DPN, not long, we spl they split off from uh, ICM, uh, I would have a baby with me because it was my custodial time. You know, I had 50% of the time and I was going to be a big part of every moment that I possibly could. So I wasn't going to leave the, my daughter with a nanny or anything. And I just didn't. I took that kid everywhere to, you know, both positive and negative effects, I'm sure, on her. She ate a lot of tuna from the packets. Uh, we'll put it that way. But um, she would be in a bassinet and the other voiceover people would watch her when I went in to audition. So... You know, that's that's who she grew up with. And, and I'm, I'm going to announce this now. And this is the first time it's been announced. So uh, I hope everybody enjoy, enjoys this information. But Miranda Parkin is her name at Parkin Art is her Instagram. We have written with a, a couple of uh, veteran Hollywood uh, sitcom writers, a, a pilot, an animated pilot called uh, The Comet Casino. And the cast is everybody I asked all said, Yes, absolutely. I'm in. Anything Miranda's doing, I want to be involved. So uh, this is the cast. Tara Strong, Billy West, Gary Anthony Williams, Maurice LaMarche, Dee Bradley Baker, Mindy Sterling, and Lorraine Newman. Holy crikey, that's incredible. It is incredible. And here's the part that, that relates to what you're talking about. It gives me goosebumps. I have pictures of all of those people with Miranda as a toddler a uh, uh, elementary school kid, a teen, and as a 20 to 21 year old. So all of those people have been in her life and uh, watching her because I'm a voiceover actor and I raised my daughter in voiceover. All of those people have known her since she was in diapers. And all of them have rooted her on and watched her art and watched her voiceover career and watched all of it. And all of them said the same thing when I asked, hey, we're going to do this pilot. Can, would you be willing to be in it? And they all said the same thing. If it's Miranda, I'm in. And also, if you're going to be there, it's okay. <laughs> so, so that's the first time the cast has been listed anywhere. We've talked a lot about it and shown some art. And But you might have quite a scoop here. Anyway, parenting as a voiceover person. Uh, lent itself to great relationships with other voiceover people that are parents. And my daughter was raised in a very creative environment. Um, very early on, I wanted to have a kid that you took along and not a kid that if, you know, there was a sound, she couldn't sleep. Because mm -hmm. that just wouldn't, I, I, as you might imagine, I run a pretty tight ship here. She needed a thick skin. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I'm a loud person. I'm a single dad. I'm things are a little rambunctious, let's say. Um, so I was, that was the kind of kid I was 
I needed to have was somebody who could hang out and deal with it and sleep anywhere. <laughs> so, because that's what I needed to make a living while going through a divorce and paying lots of money to another person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to keep working and uh, that was the way to do it. So yeah, I have a lot to say on parenting and voiceover. Sure. Well, I'm not a parent yet, but I still feel like I can learn so much, just the relationships you've kept and you must be so proud. And just the fact that you're able to help her create this project, it's just, I mean, talk about full circle. I am absolutely uh, thrilled uh, that she's been a part of the voiceover community. She, she booked her first commercial at four years old, and then she booked a uh, direct-to-video uh, Charlie Brown as Lucy, and then she booked a SeaWorld commercial, and then the other person that I had sent all that money didn't like anything to do with me, so she stopped allowing her to do any voiceover on days that weren't her days, so Miranda had to stop doing voiceover for from about six to uh, 16 when she ended up over here full time. So, and then now she's just crushing it. She's uh, the lead in a game uh, that just released a couple weeks ago called uh, Neo, the world ends with you. She's the only female lead in that. She just did a giant session back to Tokyo from our studio here last night that I can't talk about. And she's the lead artist for two of uh, Tara Strong's uh, development deals. So she's 21. At 21, I was still trying to figure out how front bras work. So she's she's doing great, and I am I am a very proud father, and I'm very fortunate that I have such a great uh, support community. I'd like to say something about the women in voiceover, because she didn't really have a, a female role model, and I didn't, you know, at the time, so many women in voiceover stepped up and helped me raise this kid, and the community was just phenomenal, as they always are. Uh, with advice and support and backup when you need it. So yeah, there's a lot. To, I, I'm really glad I saw this topic and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this topic at any panel, at any convention. So I was really happy JMC came up with this one. Right? Well, like I said, you, you have so much to talk about it and I cannot wait for that talk. So you've talked about some of the some of the coaching and some of the other things that you're doing. How can people get a hold of you if they want to work with you? Oh, um, C Gravy, C like in cat gravy at Mac.com is me. I'm also on Facebook way too often. I have several pages. I have a <laughs> film page, I have a commercial actor page, I have because uh, that's for my on-camera commercial stuff and, and comedy and, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, uh, Scott Parkin on Facebook and uh, Scott Parkin Actor on Instagram. A lot of people contact me, message me through Instagram. Um, Everett Oliver, you can talk to him because he keeps sending me people. So <laughs> No, I keep telling him. He said he wanted to do it for public speaking, but he hasn't showed up yet. And I keep going, dude, please. I keep sending him booze and stuff. I'm like, look, let me, let me let me work with you i think and but he's he's so great between him and mary lynn uh i don't really you know i, I coach privately probably two to three times a week and i like it about that i don't have a website because i get enough word of mouth i should probably have a website but it smacks of work <laughs> that keeps me away from the beach and uh and drinking rum at the beach so uh and at this point in time i really don't want to coach that much more i really like to keep it fresh and exciting for me so it's fresh and exciting for everybody so I, i'll do about four private sessions a week uh and they're very fortunate there are people asking so there are there are more available but that's kind of what i keep it at because i do teach the kids 
as well uh, two days a week. And that's a gift too. There's not a whole lot of instructors who specialize working with kids. I love working with kids. It's nice to work with kid, people my own age. <laughs> I'm starting to think more about voiceover with kids. I work with Gray Studios and they've got a great voiceover teacher or David Gray Studios. Uh, they got a great voiceover teacher, but I'm thinking about doing more with kids for voiceover because I do do pri a lot of privates for kids uh, in voiceover when they get an audition and they want to do their best. We'll work on a couple takes for 30 minutes and they'll send those in. But I, I might want to do a group improv with voiceover with kids because it's uh, they're just so fun. They're they haven't had the the crap kicked out of them like the rest of us have. Life hasn't squeezed the fun out of them. Yeah, and you don't, you know, with parents, you have to you have to beat them down until they relax and be kids. <laughs> you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you challenge them and work them until they can just play. You know, some adults aren't like that at all. They'll they're ready to play at the drop of a hat. But kids, they're it's very easy to get them to play. Um, so that's and that's what they're looking for. You know. That's what they're looking for when they're auditioning kids, is kids that are ready to play. You have much to teach us, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me talk real quick about the three-hour one. Um, I'm going to be – uh, 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 it looks like we're going to be able to pull that off streaming. I don't know yet, but I told them that I had to have a certain number of people to make it dynamic and fantastic because you don't want three hours with four people. It's just uh, – it's difficult. If I was in person, it's doable, but still, still not amazing. You want people to be able to work with other people and less of me and more of y'all. So I think we have enough people. So I send out stuff. You memorize a line, uh, one line, and we're going to do it a thousand different ways. And I have these wonderful little templates where there's an opening line for each actor and then the middle is actors improvise for 20 seconds and then there's the closing lines so we have nice little safety nets for everybody and and we work that stuff and talk a lot about what improv is and and how to demystify it so in the lo longer workshop i'll be able to cover a lot more and give a lot more private attention to each of the of the clients and also, you can drink during my class. Awesome. I'm there. But if you've never worked with Scott, I highly recommend it. And thanks so much for everything you do, Scott. Your energy and your enthusiasm is incredibly palpable. I can't wait to hear what you have to say at your talks and your panels. Thanks, buddy. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. And uh, we'll talk at the uh, end of next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the VO Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. We'd also love to hear your comments or suggestions for the show. Or if you have a questionable gear purchase, tell us all about it on our Facebook page or on Twitter at The VO Meter. 